Hey there, welcome to the Creative Metaverse Podcast. My name is Ryan Kingsline, and I'm the founder of Vertex School, where we train creatives for the career of their lives. In this podcast, we interview amazing artists and creatives working in film, games, and building the metaverse right now. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Have you ever driven in India? Or been driven around in India because I don't, I don't think actual normal human beings can drive in uh, in India, especially Delhi. It takes actually um, some sort of genetic manipulation and uh, special human powers. And I remember sitting in the front seat, which I never recommend to anybody, uh, driving from Delhi to I think we were driving to Taj Mahal. I, I can't remember exactly. And um, my wife was making fun of me and the look on my face because, you know, traffic goes both ways there on both sides. And by traffic, I mean cars, bikes, cows, people. I mean, you know, everything under the sun. And, you know, again, both directions. And the driver says to me, you know, you know what you need to be able to drive in Delhi? It's real simple. You need three things. He said, you need a good horn. Let people know where you are, of course. You need good brakes. Okay, I can buy that. And he said, you need good luck. <laughs> Which is so hilarious because first two you can control. You can get a good horn. You can get good brakes. But how, how, how true is this of the creative journey that a part of what we're trying to do, we have no control over. Of course, you need good luck. You need timing. You need a whole bunch of different things. And then I could add a fourth thing that you need, and that's a certain trust in the universe. A certain trust that good luck is actually going to work for you, right? And that requires a little trust in yourself. And this really takes us all the way to the first ecosystem of creativity, inspiration, working with that spark, trusting that that spark has a purpose in our life. How many ideas have you shot down? How many ideas and how many thoughts, how many projects did you let peter out? Did you kill before you even started? No, it's not good enough. No, it's not good enough. Of course, it's not good enough for you, right? Because you're awesome and you need this better idea. This one, I don't know about this one. But where do all these awesome ideas come from? And is awesome just a judgment or could anything be awesome? One of the things that I've learned over the years of being a creative is whatever I thought my work might be, a, a piece might turn out or turn into, I've learned that that's actually the lesser part of what it eventually becomes. It's insignificant sometimes what I thought might be there. And so when we look at this first ecosystem of inspiration, I really want us to sit down and think about the question of whether or not inspiration actually matters. I mean, you got to tackle that question first, right? I remember in the early days of starting uh, ZBrush workshops and really starting to train online, I was working all the time building tutorials, creating stuff to help people and educate people in the software and, um, and not... I, you know, not creating my own work, anything like that. And I was talking to a friend at the time about 
you know, I just wasn't feeling, you know, like I was creating work. And she said to me, oh, you're just not inspired. And that kind of hit me like a ton of bricks because I'd actually never thought about inspiration as important. And until that moment, I didn't realize how little importance I gave to inspiration. Because I always thought it was just about the work. All right, well, you got to work. You got to trade your time for dollars. You got to build this. You got to build that. You got to show off this. You got to show off that. I had engineered everything except joy. Are you living a life that you've engineered to provide you something but doesn't provide you any joy, any fulfillment, any sense of accomplishment? You've engineered it. Why? Well, I can't speak for all humans, but I know that from a male perspective, joy is just not really on the table in the beginning. Fulfillment's not really on the table. There's this really great uh, clip from Dave Chappelle that talks about how only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally. A man is only loved under the condition he provides something. And you can argue about that. That's fine. But just the quote in and of itself, I found enlightening. Because as a man, I'm always thinking about what I can provide to my community and to my family. And I'm not thinking about what brings me joy because what brings me joy, you know, sometimes is nothingness. The author David Dida talks about this when he's talking about masculine energy and how for a man, one of the most important things is nothingness. Sitting down, doing nothing. Absolutely zip, zilch, zero. And if you were to take that scenario and you apply it to uh, feminine energy, to a woman, the thought of doing nothing might be abhorrent, lazy, whatever words you could put into it. But this is part of the essence of a man using David Ida, right? And masculine energy is this search at the end of the day for nothing. So, you know, I would prefer to be doing nothing or having joy, but I have to work, I have to provide. Or so I tell myself, and I forget to tell myself to also have fun, to enjoy, that I am worthy of joy, that I deserve to actually have connection and joy and, and to really kind of like a, a deep love of what I do. It's not just about the transaction. So think about how you treat inspiration. Are you treating it like a transactional relationship where you're only in it for the money? You're only in it because he's handsome or she's pretty, right? What is your relationship with your work? And I bet most of us, men and women, will realize that there is a certain transactionalness that we have with our work. It has to provide for us. What would happen if you were to love your work unconditionally? What would be possible in your life if you were able to look at the work that you created, the ideas that come to you, and love them 
without a sense that they have to provide you with X, Y, and Z, that they can be there and that they have a right to be there. And maybe, just maybe, if they have a right to be there, maybe you do too. Maybe you're okay the way you are. Maybe you don't have to fit into somebody else's box. Maybe you don't have to provide a reason for being. Maybe you are the reason. All right. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this. And I want to ask just two things of you. Number one, make sure to leave a comment or rank this wherever you are listening to it on Apple, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. Really makes a difference in helping us get the word out about this industry and about what we do. Number two, make sure you visit vertexschool.com to learn more about what programs we offer in this area as a creative and for artists who are looking to jumpstart their career and discover a new industry. Again, thank you so much for listening. We're accepting applications right now, so I look forward to hearing from you soon.